Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor at the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to look at the news for the week of November 30th. And our lead story is by Sean Mulcairin. A new report is out on growing poverty in schools, and Sean looked at it as a larger issue, but focused in on our local school districts and how they are dealing with this problem. Um, <laughs> we also have a front page story where H. Rose Schneider followed up on arrests that we reported on this summer, two different women in the hill towns who had been hoarding animals. And finally, exciting breaking news, there's finally a decision on the election in Bern, where um, it came down to exactly one vote that decided it. Um, Judge Michael Mackey heard the case in county court and decided the two unopened ballots could be opened. There was an archaic rule that had expired that let just eight ballots carried by one person be opened, and ten had been brought in, and so he decided they could be opened, and it gave... The Democrat, Mr. Wilsey, a one-vote edge over the Republican-backed candidate, Frank Brady, preserving the longtime Democratic majority on the Burntown board. Our editorial this week with another illustration, um, making <laughs> the enterprise into the sunshine radiating light against dark shadows by Carol Coogan urging the Voorheesville School District to release information. Recently, the longtime 10-year basketball coach for the girls' varsity team resigned amid all kinds of rumors, and we just think it would be best to for him, as well as for the public, to just know exactly what the issue was. Letters to the editor from Donna Fisher reacting to a front page story we had just before elections on a Confederate flag and her nephew Richard Fisher asking about our policy on publishing letters because he had written earlier on a national shooting of you know the congressional Republicans in Virginia which we didn't run so just so readers know the policy is we often look at local national issues through a local lens, and if we've done that like with the Confederate flag because one was flying and burned with election signs, then writers are free to write on that. But local <laughs> national issues that we have never covered, we just don't have room or staff to look into those. Two letters this week from members of Altamont Community Tradition who are gearing up for the December 10th Victorian holiday, capped off by Santa Claus riding a train into Altamont. It was a sad week for us at the Enterprise. Our columnist, Phyllis Johnson, died of cancer on Friday. We were diagnosed with cancer in the same time, and I wrote about the courageous way she lived her life and faced her death. And there's Phyllis with two of her beloved cats. And the good, good friends of hers, the Wardens. Melissa Warden brought in Phyllis's last column, and she wrote about um, accuracy in the eulogy. <laughs> um, 
Mark Grimm, a Republican, has written critical of media coverage and a posting on the Gilderland website saying no tax rate hike for 17 years. And we have here the very figures close to 25 cents every year with his letter and the response from Peter Barber, the current supervisor, a Democrat. Our opinion section wouldn't be complete without the old men of the mountain this week discussing the woes and wonders of working. A very sad story from the Thanksgiving Eve. Um, William Kelsey was driving the upper letter S when he struck a deer and police say got out to look and was struck by a car in the dark. He was wearing dark clothes and he died on the scene. A water main break closed the Voorheesville Library briefly. At Farnsworth Middle School, a wonderful program, one of four test schools in the world. Um, kids are learning about the globe by visiting through Google Street Map various places that they've chosen and are also following a journalist's journey as he walks out of Africa all through their computers. A wonderful program. Art with a Purpose, the Gilderland Y. MCA is currently hosting an exhibit of the Studio E, which is an art therapy group run by the Epilepsy Foundation of Northeastern New York. And you can hear, see here some of the artwork as captured by Michael Koff and photographs. We followed the case of Anthony Gentili for several years now. He was arrested in his Gilderland home. He had since moved in with his mother in Queens. Um, having been charged with uh, having child pornography on his computer. He got the minimum five years in prison. Arrests in our blotter section, an interesting scheme that Elizabeth Floyd Mayer wrote about from Jacques Hell Robertson, who netted police say $90,000 with uh, fraudulent checks. And Sean Mulcairin has written about a New Scotland man Gary Grafunder, who is charged with domestic violence. More from our front page story on Rose. These are the way the horses looked in a sheriff's picture on Tanya Morse's property. And um, she will be allowed to continue to breed dogs with certain restrictions. And these were animals that were taken from what was to be a rescue farm um, on the a melon property, and Linda Mellon has been told she cannot have animals for five years. The um, sheriffs and their lawyers agreed it was, you know, a hard and difficult case, uh, and the women had meant no harm. Things had just, as the sheriff's investigator said, gotten out of control. Rose covered a hearing on Tuesday with three different solar projects in Westerlo. Um, the Edge of Dottie Virch there. She had called Westerlo Solar City. So many projects are coming before them. The biggest one, the most discussion on, was at the old Shepherd Farm Resort. There's Route 32 heading to Greenville. And there had to be subdivided parcels. One is here and across the road here. And in the middle are the buildings of the old resort that will not have solar arrays, but if it goes through, they'll be here. Another plan by Cypress Creek and a third one by a community solar group Clean Energy Collective, where citizens would be able to buy that solar. 
more on Sean's story with the increasing poverty, which you can just see across the state in this chart. And he talked to each of the schools we cover. Here's Superintendent Marie Wiles, very enthusiastic at graduation. And it turns out that um, children from poor families have a lower graduation rate. In Gilderland, 78% of economically disadvantaged students graduated from high school in 2016 compared to that overall rate of 93%. Here's Brian Hunt, the superintendent in Voorheesville, who talked about, as on our front page, a new breakfast program for kids who come from families that are poor so they have a good meal free to start their day. Other initiatives in Voorheesville as well. And at Burn Knox Westerlow where 41% of the students come from a background of poverty and Timothy Mundell, the superintendent there, has many new programs in place including one that would, um, or in the works, that would uh, start teaching children before school to kind of bridge that gap. Um, more on the ballots being opened here is Joel Wilsey who has won a seat by one vote that will keep the current board majority in place with Karen Shimmer and Don Jordan. Brady, Frank Brady lost by one vote. The community calendar has lots going on this time of year, as do the libraries. Michelle Viola Strait was sworn in as a new trustee in Gilderland. Carolyn Mother Judge will be performing in the concert series at the Altamont Library. Origami trees are part of how you can decorate for Christmas and learn about it at the Bethlehem Public Library. And at the Byrne Library, Anne Hine is displaying hats that were made by the group calls themselves the Nitwits, 184 hats to be donated. Lots going on for Out and About, a holiday craft fair by BOCI students here making a baby's mobile. A, at the Dwaynesburg Church... Episcopal Church, a new rector, will be sworn in this weekend. He's from Ireland, and he's written a paper on a viable model for engaging men with God and church. He's married to another Episcopal priest. Here we have the Depot Lane singers, all of them stretched across our page, and they will be putting on two Christmas concerts. And Girl Scouts in Troop 1471 in Gilderland learned about cardiopulmonary resuscitation, a great skill to know. Sadly, we had many obituaries this week. Julie Seculi grew up in Brooklyn and became, came to just love Medusa where she lived and was <clears throat> very beloved. This is Bill Kelsey who was killed sadly, as we said, on Thanksgiving Eve and his family wrote just a wonderful tribute to him. His integrity and honesty were bone deep, as was his sense of justice, they wrote. Here we have Phyllis Johnson, who there was an outpouring in the community this summer after her cancer diagnosis, and I talked with many of those people and couldn't possibly create a portrait that captured all she did for burn community functions. Robert Noel Connolly who is described by Elizabeth in the obituary as a man of faith with a dry wit. And James Delaney, who died young at 47 and had moved to Pennsylvania but is 
very strongly remembered and mourned, especially by the paramedics in Gilderland who say he was instrumental in shaping the emergency medical services program there. Classified ads and lots going on with the seniors. We were happy to hear from Altamont this week with some upcoming events to which the elderly at Altamont are invited, and they've made beautiful bows using hot glue guns. Lots going on at Helderberg, as always, again expressing sadness about Phyllis's death, and a full week of activities and many other events in Gilderland. And past the classified ads, we find our sports and in the sports section, we have a story by Rose honoring Jim Gillis, who was named to the New York State Boys Soccer Coaches Hall of Fame, and we commend him on that. He's pictured here with a graduate, Adam Forty, who I think is at Union now. And Michael Koff has done a wrap-up of the fall season. Our readers will call the splendid girls hockey team at Gilderland, the Gilderville swimmers sending so many to states, the Voorheesville volleyball team making it all the way to state competition, and young Michelle Pazulas from BKW running at states, and the BKW boys soccer team having a stellar year. Our back page <laughs> has this advice, whether naughty or nice, here is timely advice from Beulah the News Hound, year-round joy will abound if your stockings comprise the Altamont Enterprise. Have a good week.